This is KMTT, and today Wednesday we have weekly shir by Harav Yair Khan on principles of mezuzah and tefillin. We're going to switch over from Hilchos mezuzah to uh, sugis that deal with uh, Hilchos tefillin, and we're going to begin with a brisa on Daf Lamedalam and Beis Menachos. Tan Sidran. What is the seder of the parshiyos of tefillin? Kadesh vayakiv yacham yamin shma vayim shamoa mismol. You start with Kadesh vayakiv on the right side, and then you go to shma vayim shamoa. Rashi interprets this as a uh, linear uh, order <coughs> that begins the right side shma vayim. I'm sorry, Kadesh vayakiv shma vayim shamoa. That's the order of the parshos. That's the way Rashi interprets uh, this this brisa. That's the way the Ram interprets this brisa. In other words, the order of the parshos are the order in which they are written in the Torah. The first parsha at the end of Bo is the parsha of Kadesh. The second one is immediately following is vayakiv and then in Sefer Dvarim you have Shema in Vayeschan, and then afterwards you have the parsha of Hayyim Shema Tishmu. So according to the Rashi, the Seder makes a lot of sense. It goes exactly according to the order in which it was written in the Torah. Kadesh Vayikviyacha Shema Vayim Shamoa, and then uh, the, the, there's a Bryce that has the opposite order of Hatanya Ipcha. There's the you have you have the opposite. That you go in the other direction, Amrabai Lokasha, Kan Mimino Shal Kore, Kan Mimino Shal Meniach. The question is, who, you know, who is looking at the tefillin? Are we going from the perspective of the person wearing the tefillin? Or are we going from the perspective of the person who's opposite him looking at, at him? Obviously, then the order, Yamin Usmol, will turn around. So the answer, so that solves the steer in the Brysos. And then the uh, Gemara concludes, Vakore Koreka Sidran. In other words, the Seder of the Parashos go from the Kore. In other words, from the perspective of the Miniach, he has on the on his ridermost, Helhavai Mshamoa, then Shema, then Vayakviacha and Kadesh. It's the other it goes in the other direction. From the Kore's perspective, it starts from his right, it starts Kadesh Vayakviacha. In other words, the order of the parshos go from the kore and not from the and not from the miniach. Okay, that's according to Rashi. The Rambam has the same sheet as Rashi, um, and one of the questions that the Ravid asks on the Rambam is why should we be looking at the perspective of the kore if the order of the tefillin is based on the order in which was written in the Torah? So who is Makai the Mitzvah, the Kore or the Miniach? The Miniach is Makai the Mitzvah. And therefore the order should be based on the Miniach and not based on the Kore. That's a question that the Ravid asks on the Rambam. We'll get back to that later. The most prevalent Shita that's Cholik on Rashi and Rabbeinu, uh, on Rashi and the Rambam is the famous Shita of Rabbeinu Tam. The Shita of Rabbeinu Tam is known as Havayos Be'emtza. In other words, there are two different parashios of Ahayakiviyacha and Vayim Shemoa, those are found in the middle of the tefillin. And on the periphery, you have Kaddish on the one side, and you have Shema on the other side. And that's how the Rabbeinu, that's how Rabbeinu Tam interprets the Brisa that says, Kaddish Vayakiviyacha miyamin, and then it says, Shema Vayim Shemoa mismol. 
And Rabbi Tam says, why do you break this into two and two? What's, you know, two are biyamin and two are bismol. Say the order is from the amin, kadish v'yakivyach ha-shmavayim shamawa. Why do you break it up into two and two? And therefore Rabbi Tam says that kadish v'yakivyach that starts from yamin. Now, starting from small, shmavayim shamoa, and therefore the order, if we go linearly, the order is kadesh v'yakviyacha v'hayayim shamoa shma. Right? And therefore, what you have is havayos be'emtza, you have the two different times where it says v'hayayim shamoa v'hayakviyacha, that you find in the middle. On one side you have kadesh, on the other side you have the, you have, uh, you have shma. Okay? Uh, of course, according to Rabbeinu Tam, it's not at all clear what the order is. It's not based on the order that the Pashos are written in the Torah, so what is the order based on? Okay, so that's a question that Rabbeinu Tam doesn't deal with directly. He doesn't explain what the idea of the order, what, what's the idea behind the order, but that's the Shita of Rabbeinu Tam. When we put on tefillin of Rabbeinu Tam, the people that are makbra, to put on tefillin of Rabbeinu Tam, basically it's because of this issue of the state of the parashios. That uh, according to Rashi, you have one seder, according to Rabbeinu Tam, you have another seder. And the Gemara says that if you, uh, the next Gemara, Amrav Chananel, Amrav, Hichlif Parashios If you change the seder, then the tefillin are possible. Okay. So that's the, the Gemara, and that's the problem that really the, the Seder is Ma'akev. And if the Seder is Ma'akev, so if according to Rabbeinu Tam you put on film Shirashi, you're not Yotze. If according to Rashi you put on film Shirashi, Tam, you're not Yotze. And therefore there are those that are noeg to put on both film of Rashi as well as film of Rabbeinu Tam, and that way they'll cover both Shitos. Uh, there are other Shitos as well, but the Minog is Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. Okay. According to Rabbeinu Tam, what does Hakori Kori Kassidon mean? Hakori Kori Kassidon refers to the first two parashos of Kadesh Vaya Kviyacha. It was the, the order from the perspective of the Meniach is Shema Vayim Shamoa, Vayaviyacha Kadesh. The Kori Kori Kassidon is from the perspective of the Kori. Him looking at the Meniach, the Kori looking at the Meniach from the opposite, from the opposite side, from his right side, it starts Kadesh. Uh, and then later on, Okay, so Karikar Karsidon refers to the first two, the first two parashios, um, and therefore from the Meniach, if we look at the perspective of the Meniach, the order starting from right, going to left, would be Shema Vayim Shema Vayakiviyacha, and Vayakiviyacha, and Kadesh. Okay, so that's the Machlokis between Rabbeinu Tam, and between Rashi and the Rambam regarding the state of Parshos Tefillin. Okay, as we said, the Shita of Rashi makes sense because Rashi has the order being or corresponding to the order in which the Parshos were, were written in the Torah. However, according to the according to the Shita of Rabbeinu Tam, you know there there is no real explanation why it should be in an inverted order. What's the idea of the order? Of Kadesh, So there are two different directions that one can take in order, to, I think, that in order to explain the order according to Rabbeinu Tam. One direction is that there's a difference between the external partials and the internal partials. 
And Havayus Pe'emtza, and it was the idea of Havaya, which might, you know, be some kind of a, uh, symbolically reflect, you know, the Shem Hashem as well, that should be inside, that should be protected, that should be intimate, that shouldn't be external. To go later on, uh, when it talked about Hichlif Pashosep Sulos, Amrabaye Lo Amen Ella, it's only if I take the inner parashos and put them outside, and therefore the outer parashos put them inside. Only then does it become possible. In other words, there seems to be a distinction between the two outer parashos and the two inner parashos. The two inner parashos, they have to be inside. They have to be, you know, be'emsa. what you find on the periphery, you know, that those are the outer parashos, <coughs> and that's a different issue. So according to Abaye, at least, if I would switch around the, the order and switch Kadesh with Shema, that would be fine. If I would switch Vahayik Viyacha and Vahim Shema, that would be fine. In other words, there's the, what, what has to be maintained is the, is the, the inner parashos have to remain inside, the Havayus have to remain Be'emza inside, and the external parashos have to remain on the outside. Okay, Rav argues on on Abaye, but it's not clear that he argues on the distinction between the inner and the outer parshios. Amle Rava Maishnag Vyasla Braisa, Ubaisla Gviasa Delo. Why do you think that only you know that, that switch that the only problem is when you switch out the inner with the outer and the outer with the inner? That which has to be on the outside is not on the outside. Briyasla, Briyasla, Gviyasla, Gviyasla, Nami, even if you switch around the inner ones and the outer ones, it's also a problem. Hach debay lemech siyavira diyamin, kachaz yavira desmol, udesmol kachaz yavira diyamin. That that should be on the outer left side is now on the outer right side. That should be on the outer right side is now on the outer left side. Ela loshda. Therefore he says they're both possible. But he still is talking about the difference between the inner and the outer. But he says, even when you talk about the inner and the outer, there's a right outer and there's a left outer. There might be a right inner and a left inner. Okay? So, any switch is going to create a problem, even though the distinction between the external partials and the internal partials still remains. So that could be one, one explanation. Then we have to, of course, understand what is unique about the Havayos, about why do they have to be the inner ones? Why should Shema and Kaddish be the outer ones? You would have to go in that direction in order to try to explain the Shita of Rabbi Nutam. suggested a different interpretation to explain the Shita of Rabbi Nutam. And his interpretation, the you know, the Shoresh, the root, can already be found in a Karen Ora, but the Karen Ora is not explicit um, in explaining what he means. Um, at first he suggests that it could be that uh, there really is no no specific explanation. Uh, the fact is that the Rambam enumerates and the Gemara enumerates all the various different halachal Moshim Sinais that you have regarding tefillin and the state of parashos is not one of them. And therefore it's a little bit difficult to accept that it's simply a halachal Moshim Sinai. And then the Karen R says, and it could be that according to Ben Rutam, what you have is 
two separate sdarim. There was there's one seder of there's, there's one seder of shmavim shmo, and there's a separate seder of kali shvayikviyacha. Because what you have is two different sdarim, each of which are written in the right seder, each of which are written in the order. There was on the right side you have Shema Vahim Shema. On the left side, you have Kadesh Vahikviyach. I'm talking about right now from the perspective of the Meniach. On the right side, you have Shema Vahim Shema. And on the left side, you have Kadesh Vahayakiviyach. Both are written Kesed Torah. But you don't have one Seder. You have two different Starim. You have a right, you have a Seder on the right and you have a Seder on the left. Both are written in the order in which they are written in the Torah. So according to that, you don't need you don't need Allah Sinai. It makes sense. The order of the Torah is the correct order. However, you have two starim, not one. So that was the direction that uh Moivrabi Rab Salvechik wanted to take in explaining the state of Parashios. And as I said, the this idea itself is already found or hinted to in uh, in the Karen Ora. But the Karen Ora doesn't, doesn't bother explaining it. The, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Okay, what could be, okay, the, the Karen Ora, for instance, writes, El de Yeshlom Akzat, Tam, the Divay Rabbin Tamzal, the Ainkan Shinu Yaseder, El de Biamina Miniach, Kachwa Seder. Shema v'yim shemoah. From the right side, you have the right seder. Shema v'yim shemoah. Kaddish v'yikivyacha mismol. And you have a separate seder. Kaddish v'yikivyacha on the left side. V'avi beis pashos kasidran miyimina korei. U beis pashos kasidran miyimina meniach. Right? So you have two different pashos. One beginning from the right side, from the perspective of the korei. And the other beginning from the perspective of the meniach. Right? So you have two different starim. One basically, essentially, is for the Miniach, and that's the Seder of Shema Vayim Shemoa. And from the opposite side, the, the, the Korei, he reads the other two parashios, and he's also reading Kaseder Aksuv Torah, starting with Kaddish and going to Vayakiviyacha. Two different starim, both are written Kaseder. Okay. What's the, the idea uh, behind this, this distinction between the parashios on the right and the parashios on the left. So, Rav Salvechik suggested that the, the really, if you take a look at the parashios of Kaisvi Vayek Viacha, you know, or, or, or actually, if you take a look at all four parashios, the parashios of Tefillin and the mitzvah of Tefillin is basically a mitzvah of Kabbalah's Omach Shemayim. Shema Vayim Shema is clear, but even the parashios of Kaisvi Vayek Viacha they relate to, they're similar in parallel to the third parsha in Kriyashma. We have a third parsha, which is the parsha of Tzitzis. The parsha of Tzitzis ends, Right? You have the parsha of Tzitzis, which talks about Kabbalah's Omach Shemaim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that took us out of Mitzrayim. The beginning of Asaras HaDibros is Anoch Yashem Lokeichem HaShal Tzitzis HaMeres Mitzrayim. The reason that when Makabel the reason that we're makabel, reason, the mitzvahs of the Torah, is first and foremost because HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim and forged a covenant with us, with Am Yisrael. And where did that begin? That began, began with Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. We are committed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because He took us out of Mitzrayim. And therefore, aside from the fact that we have 
we, we accept Malchus Shemayim because HaKadosh Baruch created the world. We accept Malchus Shemayim because HaKadosh Baruch gave us Torah Sinai. We accept Malchus Shemayim because HaKadosh Baruch took us out of Mitzrayim. Both Kaddish Vayikviyacha relate to the aspect of Kabbalah's Olmach Shem because HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim. The Kabbalah's Olmach Shemayim that's based on Yitzhak Mitzrayim is on the national historic level. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took Am Yisrael as an Am out of Mitzrayim. And therefore, the Kabbalah's Olmach Shemayim that's a function of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is a public one. On the other hand, there's another idea of Kabbalah's Olmach Shemayim, each individual as a Yachid. Each individual has to be Makabal HaKadosh Baruch Hu because he was created. Each individual has to be Makabal individually all mitzvos in Vahaya Im Shemoa Tishma'u, which is Kabbalah's all mitzvos. The first two parashios are personal, individual acceptance of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as Melech of accepting the mitzvos of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's something that has to be done on the individual plane as well. And each individual is makabel o Each individual is makabel o mitzvos. But as a nation, as a community, as an am, together, we're makabel o because HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us nationally out of Mitzrayim. So the tefillin basically have two separate messages. It has an individual message and it has a private message, uh, and it has a public message. The individual message is Shema Vayim I as an individual, Am Makabal Omach Shvayim. There's the, the, the right side, starting from the Meniach, there's the right side, which starts with Shema and goes to Hayam Shemoah. The individual is Makabal Omach Shvayim, the individual is Makabal Om Mitzvos, and that's Shema Vayim Shemoah, and that's the right side. On the other hand, there's another Seder of Kabbalah's Omach Shemayim that begins Mimin Hakore, for the person looking at me. Tefillin is not just something which is private. Tefillin is also something which is public. Tefillin, especially Tefillin Sharosh, is something that we don't only put on, it's something that we, we show other people. It's something that has a message, klapechutz, has, has an external message. That external message of the Tefillin, and specifically the Tefillin Sharosh perhaps, is a message of it's a message that I broadcast to other people. Other people see and other people read. So that message is basically one of And that's the idea of the two different starim, the two different parashas of Tfilin. One beginning, which is a personal message, and the other from the perspective of the person looking at me and reading and seeing Kadesh Vahayaki Viacha. Right? That starts from the other side. That's that's from the perspective of the Kore, not from the perspective of the Miniach. Okay, once we distinguished between the two different messages of Tfilin, the personal message, the private message, as opposed to the public message, um, so it's very, very possible that that's also the idea, according to Rashi and the Rambam, that we saw that the it's written in the order of the Torah, but it's from the perspective of the Kore. In other words, the Kore looking at me, since the film Sharosh are meant to broadcast a message to other people, 
Again, according to Rashi and the, and, and the Rambam, there are no two different starim. There are no two different messages. It's one message of Kabbalah Salmach Shavayim. That's a private message as well as a public message. But according to Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam, uh, Rashi, I'm sorry, Rashi and the Rambam, it could very well be that the distinction is not between the right and the left of the Tzon Sharosh, but rather the distinction is between the Tzon Shalyad and Tzon Sharosh. Regarding Tzon Shalyad, there's a drasha, v'hayu l'cha la'os ayadecha, l'cha la'os v'lola acherem la'os. And because of that, the Tzon are placed high on the arm in a place that's normally covered. It's not placed on, you know, you can, you can place it on the palm of your hand. But according to Chazal, according to Torah Shavapeh, says it has to be placed in a, in, in a, in a private place. Whereas, that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be covered. That's a different issue which perhaps we'll discuss in one of, one of the future shirim. It means that it has to be in a private place, a place that's normally covered. And therefore, it has to be placed high on the arm in the Zerah Kenegad Halev. So where we place the Tzfilm Sharosh is based on the, on the idea of Lechalos Lolachem Laos. But the Tzfilm Sharosh, on the other hand, are placed Bein Necha. Are placed in a, in a place where everybody can see it. Regarding the Tzfilm Sharosh, the Gemara in Daflam says, Ra'u in other words, Tzilm Shabarosh are, are more public. Tzilm Shabarosh are broadcasting the message as opposed to Tzilm Shalyad. So it could be that the distinction between the private message, the private Kabbalah's Omach Shemaim and Old Mitzvahs, as opposed to the public Kabbalah's Omach Shemaim, might be, be between the Tzilm Sharosh and the Tzilm Shalyad. The Tzilm Sharosh are more public. And therefore, the all four parshas have to be written however, all of them, from the perspective of who? Of the Kore. From the perspective of the person opposite me, looking at me, looking towards me, and reading them. HaKore Kore Kasidran. On the other hand, uh, the Tzilm Shalyad, that might be the private message. Regarding Rabbi Tam, there's a, the distinction between pl- private and pro- public might be within the film Sharosh itself. There are two different two different sides. There's a right side and there's a left side. The right side is from the perspective, the Kriya. Right? In Hebrew, we read from right to left if, from the perspective of the Meniach, of the person putting them on. Those are, that's the private message of Shema and Shamoa. And the left side, which is the right side of the Kore, he's reading it, that's Kaddish V'Kivyacha, that's talking about the nationalistic Kabbalah, Omach Shemaim, based on Yitzhak Sanzrayim. And therefore, that's from the perspective of the Kore, his right, which is my left. So then, the, the, in the end, what order do you have? Starting from the right, going from the right to the left of the Miniach, it's Shmav and Shamoa, V'haya Kivyacha Kaddish, which is really two different starim, Shema Vayim Shamoa, starting from the right of the Meniach, and then a separate, a separate order, Kadesh Kiviyacha, starting from the right of the Korah. Okay, that's how Moiv Rebbe of Salvechik Zechet Sadek Levracha wanted to interpret <coughs> the Shita of Rabbi Tam. Now, the Rav connected this to 
a very, very interesting halacha. We know that the tefillin, sharosh, have a shin on two sides. One shin is a three-headed shin, and the other shin is a four-headed shin. And the question is, what exactly is the meaning of these two different shin? Or more importantly, what 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 does it mean to have a four-headed shin? You know, that's not a, that's not a tzuras ha'os b'cholatarakula. So if you have to write tzuras ha'os, what does it mean to have a four-headed shin? So there's a the the idea of the four-headed shin is, uh, or an explanation of that idea, is uh, found. In uh, there's, there, in this Sefer Mitzvahs Gedolos, there's already that's found there. Um, that's also brought down in the Beis Yosef, um, which gives an explanation based on a uh, a sofer who calls himself Nakdan. And uh, what he suggests is that the four-headed chin is really a three-headed chin. Let me just quote it. The custom is sefer edfus alzeva ani anakdan uman asot tefillin. I'm a, I'm a sofer. I know how to make tefillin. Hatam sheshamati al base shinin. Right. The reason that I heard regarding these two different shinin, bishlosha rashi umedal rashi shehu keneged base ksiros. This comes to reflect two different ways that that that, that the Torah was written. Ksav haluchos uksav sefer Torah. Ksav luchos. You have ksiva which was engraved into the luchos. Right? Right? That's one type of ksiva. You have another type of ksiva, which is a ksiva which was not indented, but a ksiva that we write on the Sefer Torah. You have a shin of the Torah and you have a shin of the luchos. In other words, if you write a shin that has four different legs, then you have three different indentations. And a four, you know, that, that four-legged chin is really a shin that's a three-legged chin that's indented. In other words, you have two different types of shins, says the this Nakhtan Omer Lasos Tefillin. One type of shin is the Shin Torah, the shin that's written with ink on parchment, and that's written normally, and that's the four-leg, that's the three-legged shin. But there's another shin, which is the shin of the Luchos. And the shin of the Luchos is engraved, it's indented. So the question is, why do you need these two different shinin? Why do you need a shin of the Torah and a shin of the Luchos? So, Rav wanted to explain that these two different ideas of the shin of the luchos and the shin of the Torah is parallel to the two different two different orders, the public order and the private order. Right? The because Matan Torah itself was broken into two different to two different sections. First of all, what you have is the luchos that were given to us, the Aseris Hadibros, 
that were engraved on the luchos that we received at Mamad Har Sinai when Panam Panam Diber Hashem Al Kol Kalchem, when we heard the the Aser Sadibros or the first two Dibros, it's relevant for us right now. But Am Yisrael had a religious experience of hearing the luchos being given Panam Al Panam. And that's the idea of the Luchos. On the other hand, there's bris that was, there's a covenant of Sinai that was not given on that, that was not given together with Mamad Sinai, but it's mentioned later on in, at the end of Parshas Mishpatim. There's Machok between Rashi and Ramban exactly when that occurred. It happened before Mamad Sinai or after Mamad Sinai. But according to Pshuto Shomikra, it happened after Mamad Sinai. And that's what the Ramban says. But it couldn't happen until Pasha's Mishpatim was given according to the Ramban. Because Kabbalah's HaTorah and the Bris, which was the completion of the Geirus of Am Yisrael, right, according to the Gemara in, in Chrysos, Geirus includes three different, the Geirus of our fathers, right, included three different ideas. Mila, which happened at Mitzrayim, Tfila, which happened at Har Sinai, and Hatzaz Damim, the carbon which was brought at the point of the covenant at the end of Mishpatim. When Amisel said Nasav Nishma, Nasav Nishma was not said at Mamad Sinai when they got Luchos. Nasav Nishma was said at the point of the bris when they brought the Karbanos. And they took the Dam and they sprinkled half the Dam on the Mizbeach and half the Dam on the people. It was at that point where, when, when Moshe Rabbeinu read to them the Sefer, which according to the Ramban included the, the, the Mishpatim, El Mishpatim, and they were given the Torah. At that point, they said, Nasa and and we're makabal the Torah. And the Ramban says, this is like a ger. A ger, we t- tell them some of the mitzvahs. And when the makabal, those mitzvahs, that completes the gerus. So in Aseret HaDibros, was very, very impressive, but there were very, very few mitzvahs that were given at Aseret HaDibros. It was when they heard the Elim Shpatim HaShet Tassim Lefneim, that they were makabal the Torah. So what you have is on the one hand a the luchos which are a public event where the entire am stands at Hasinai as makabel the luchos. That's the four-headed tefillin, and that's on the left side of the meniach, the right of the kore, because it connects to the public aspect of kadosh And on the other hand, you have the right of the meniach which has the three-headed shin, and in the three-headed shin, that's the shin of the Torah. Because that's the Kabbalah Satorah of every individual, just like Kabbalah Satorah, the Kabbalah Satorah, that's the shin of the Torah. So you have the two different shin, the shin of the Torah and the shin of the Luchos, which are parallel to the private Kabbalah and the public Kabbalah of the two different orders of Karashvari Kivyacha, which is public on the one hand, and Shema Vim Shemoah, which is the private Kabbalah on the other.